Jesus said, And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. Welcome to the Evangelia Show. Hear life-changing testimonies from our paradise Cook Islands with your host, Mania Clark Mamanu. Welcome back to the Evangelia Show. Well, I am so pleased and blessed to have with me today Tane Ao Ngamata sharing uh, his testimony with us today. Uh, and um, really, man on fire for the Lord. I'm really excited to hear uh, what the Holy Spirit has done in your life, brother. Tane Ao, thank you. Thank you. May Taki Maata bless you for um, agreeing to share your testimony today. You're welcome. Let's start at the beginning. Where, where were you born and, and yeah, who's your family? Yeah, first of all, thank you for this time, uh, allowing me to come on the radio and uh, share my testimony. Uh, my name is Tane Aungamata and um, I'm actually from Raro in Matawera. Takitumu, Rangiatea, meaning open heaven. Nice. So I'm originally from Matavera, born and bred in Matavera. And um, my mother, she's from Matavera, Takitsumu. And my father is obviously from Matavera as well. Wow. But um, he's also from Aitutaki and Naputo. Oh, lovely. Yes. So um, you're an island boy, born and bred. Um, was, was faith a part of your upbringing growing up? It is um, our upbringing, you know, part of the, uh, our family. It's actually from way back in the century. Wow. Ever since the, uh, the uh, gospel was brought to our nation. So on my, my mother's side, which is the Ngachi Tamaruo, uh, they actually one of the main family in our village mm. to actually bring the gospel within our uh, Cook Island Christian Church wow. in Matavera. So I'm proud that um, I am part of that descendants of our forefathers that actually held their faith mm. in God. And um, the generation that came from our uh, forefathers to my generation <clears throat> and I believe that God has given me that 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 fire that was before until then and then that generational transfer from that time to now that's what I'm grateful of Beautiful. and that is part but back then we didn't know these things it's just that you know I was born in it in the uh, Cook Island Christian Church, which I'm grateful. I never look back and say that our Cook Island Christian Church is false, never. I always believe that's a stepping stone for me to know more of God. Mm. And what had happened then, how our forefathers built you know, the gospel in our nation. Won't be long, we will be celebrating the 200 years yes of our gospel and we should all as a nation come and, and celebrate because without the gospel we're still eating each other yeah that's the greatest thing is the gospel that brings light mm. and life mm. 
to our nation. So yes, the question is, what you ask about if faith is part of my, my upbringing? Yes. Both my father and my mother is a deacon mm. in the uh, Matawarasi ICC when we were growing up. But there was always controversy how things were going back then. We didn't know these things. We just been part of the Sunday school, part of the boys brigade. We were part of all the activities within the church. Yes. And those are those things that still remain in my heart. I have learned a lot from our mother church, TICC, because they have a principle that they uphold. And I learned, and I remember the verse. <coughs> it says, train up the child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Mm. And that very thing will actually, it's, it's remain inside of you, those, those teachings, eh? Mm -hmm. It remain in, in, in you. And however, throughout the time, throughout their faith, it accelerates you to another level of seeing God another level. Mm. So yes, so wow. that's what happened. Nice. Would you say faith <coughs> and God, did you understand who God was growing up? Did you have good role modeling um, around you in your home or around in your village life growing up? What did God mean for you as a child? Yeah, back then, you know, uh, I do. Uh, there are people within our village, within the church, you know, these are role models. You look up to them when they speak, you know, they have, you can see that they have stature, you know, stature in them when they speak, everyone listens back then. This is how it works, you look up to them. And you know, in our Christian, um, Cook Island Christian Church, we don't speak English, we speak purely Maori. And that is beautiful. Back then I didn't look at it like, oh, it's like it's just part of life. It's part of us. And when they speak no English, everything is purely Maori. But when they speak English, it's like to you, wow, this is great. You know, they can speak English because we don't. So, so you look up to these people, the way they speak, and it's quite articulate how they bring out the language. Beautiful, and I suppose that that's a good point, like understanding the scriptures and the explanations in Māori was the, the grasping of the concepts easier or deeper for you do you think than, or, or just different in terms of English well it's in the Sunday school in the youth you know you know that there, there are levels however when these people come in you learn it's like it's a learning thing that you hear how they speak how they, the, 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 um, the posture, the way they speak, they, these are quality men and women when they speak within the church, in our CRCC church, even the Orumitos when they speak, when they bring the, the scripture, when they read the Bible, because it's hard to read our language in our Maori Bible, right? Mm. It's hard because it's, it's the wording in it, the mean. It's not not so much the meaning, but the wording, how they put the wording and how you're going to pronounce the word. But our, our, our leaders back then, even now, our automators, when they bring it out, it's like it's pure. 
it's beautiful and you learn you, you just learn from by hearing and eventually you're speaking it mm. so yeah beautiful now you're tell us what was going on in your life what 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 happened to bring you into a relationship with the Lord um, and and if not before before that came your own uh, encounter with Jesus how was life for you were you on the right track or were you sort of teetering off yeah um, <clears throat> thank you for that question um, it's actually you know while you inside the the, the 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 church you know the community you learn of people you hear people talking about God. And um, that time growing up, you know, you learn how to pray at home. You learn how to have, um, what do you call it? Devotion. Devotion. Because at home we have devotions. We pray in the evening before bed. We pray in the morning before we dispatch. All those things. You, you learn all those things. So it becomes a second nature to you. It's like when you get into trouble, you, you ought to call God. You, you pray. Nice. But do you have faith to believe? I believe so you do when you were a kid so as you grow up in your youth life transition from student to youth then it's another story so now you become a person that you think you know it all Mm. because your choice you choose to do things because when Adam and Eve was in the Garden of Eden God gave them the choice to choose whether to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's the choice that's been given to them. So for us, when you become a youth, you thought, oh, you know everything. You want to, to do everything because you got the energy to do it. Yeah. So therefore, you start diverting mm. from your faith. You see things how your friends does it. So for me, I went into that category. I was off course from the things of God, but I still go go to church on Sunday. But my life wasn't aligned to godly life. I was doing things that every young people does. So throughout that time, I didn't know because I was drinking and all these things. Mm. I was in a relationship. So that's when Pastor Clark Tudor was in Matawera in 19, I believe in 1991, mm. when he first came to Matawera. As the Oromitu? As the Oromitu for Matawera Cook Island Christian Church. So I was still doing the things of the flesh, mm. drinking, I was in a relationship at the time. I think I was 19 at the time when I was doing all these things. But before that, I was, yeah. Mm. I won't go there, but I was just going to bring us to when I was 19. So I didn't know my parents was praying, praying for me because that's when the spirit of the revival were hovering upon our, our village at that time because the man was carrying the spirit of revival in his life and brought it to Matawera. I didn't know that there was a prayer team that was praying at the time 
Pastor Clark and his team praying ever since when he was inside the uh, theological college in Takamo. So there was a team there. And then when they moved to Madavara CIC, their prayer continues. Wow. That's when their spirit was there. I didn't know this. I was doing all these things. I was having problems after problems with my relationship at the time. A lot of fighting with us, the youth. We got into trouble. We went to the court. All these things. All these things that you name it was happening at the time wow. with all my friends. Uh, some of my friends were thrown in prison for fighting in town, those kind of things. But for me, there's something inside of me that it's like there's something speaking inside my life that you need to change. Mm. I have caught you. But I didn't understand. I came to a time that when I said enough is enough and I just walked away from my current relationship because I was getting into trouble, big trouble with her and wasn't fight. Happy. I wasn't happy. Yeah. It's something that it's like I'm being you know, turned around, you know, to to go to this. I just dropped everything just like that. Yeah. Honestly I did. I just walked off, walked away from my, my relationship. Because my relationship at the time all my friends were coming there and drinking, partying and it's just not nice. Not good. That's why you don't want to talk about it, you no. know what I mean? It's just that that's what happened. But when I turned to God, I went back to my parents. I started going back to church. When I went back to church, Pastor Clark was there. Mm -hmm. That's when the Bible study was going. That's when I just go straight in. There's no hesitation. I walked in there, Bible study, we start our Bible study. Wow. From there on, that's when we start, we, uh, Pastor Clark uh, shared about, you know, the born again message, the baptism message, and that thing was just boom, inside your heart, inside your spirit. This is it. It's like, this is what God has grabbed you from, from this place, from Egypt to Canaan. Wow. From the pit of fire, from the pit of uh, hell to heaven. Your life, you know what I mean? It's just that transformation. Instant. Instant. I was born again. Um, what did you experience in your, uh, when you received what he was saying? There was no hesitation at all. There was no fighting like Jacob. Nothing like that. It's like the fighting is already done in the wilderness. Mm. When he told us about receiving Christ, it's like my heart is already open. Yeah. I was ready for it. It's like this thing has already prepared me to enter. No hesitation at all. Hands up, open the heart, already ready. It's just a matter of talking, mm. asking God to come into your life. Mm. That's, that's the experience that I have. Just mm. no resistance. And then from there, boom, just on fire, were you baptized? You know, the Bible says... <clears throat> Sorry. I am that I am by the grace of God. Sometimes. <clears throat> Sorry. Okay. Sometimes, you know, we think it's us. But it's not. 
the things that God will bring us into. You appreciate when you look back how He brings you in. You will appreciate. Sometimes you think it's 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 bad. It's 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 not gonna make you the man you want to be. But it's God's plan is totally different. It's totally different. That's why I said, I am that I am by the grace of God until today. <clears throat> I think that's, that's the thing that I was so amazed that how the word came, the word came to us and we received it in the way that was just like, it's, it's tangible. It's wow. there. You can see it. So that's the time Pastor Clark was teaching about the word, how to build your life in God by the word. And then he started bringing in the baptism. These are the processes. Baptism with water. Straight away, we just no resistance. You know, youth will just say, even children will say, yes, dad. It's like that. I suppose that's how God brings the revival in Matawari because there was no resistance in the youth. So the, 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 the power of the Holy Spirit was on the youth. It wasn't on the leaders of the church. It wasn't on the parents. <clears throat> because the resistance were coming from the parents, but not the youth. So God used the youth instead. So baptism was taught, even with the mitzvahs, but there was a lot of resistance. Right. We just say, no, we're going. Because I was one of the senior youth back then, and all the younger ones were just following. So there was sort of like a controversy within the church at the time. There was sort of like a division in the church. But I thought to myself, when I look back now, that is a good division. Yes. Back then it's like, yeah. But to me, it's a good division, whether you're in for God or you're not. And it's believing the Word of God that comes to <coughs> you, and then now we're going to apply the yes. Word of God. Eh? Yes, yes. it's all about applying the Word of applying God. Applying the Word of God. Yeah. So when you were baptized, or the group of you, what happened? Oh, that's amazing. So our pastor told us that he can't baptize us due to the fact that the system in the Kukalian Christian Church will allow the automatoes to do a baptism with water, like immersion. So he told us if we to go to one of the pastors, AOG pastor in Ngadine at the time, his name is Pastor Tunu Uhosking. He's still currently working for the Lord, him and his wife, in Australia. So we were introduced to him. So appointment was made, and all the youth at that time went over to Titikawaka, and we were all baptized. And our pastor warned us that he will get into trouble what we did, but it didn't stop us because that spirit was just bubbling and you couldn't stop so we wow. have to go so all of us went and <clears throat> that's when the big problem started 
in the village. But tell me what your experience was when you went under, under the waters and came out. You know, that's another great experience. You go under the water and I suppose all of us experienced that because there was testimony after testimony after testimony at the time. It's like when you come up, when I went under the water, when you come up, it's like the weight. The weight is like you, it's like you're in another world, you know, you, it's like, you know, you're in a portal, you know, you came through and it's like, boom. It's like, wow, well, you're just like free. You see things on another level. And that's my experience and also the speaking in tongue, eh? Like the numbness wow. of your tongue and your lips. You couldn't even control. And that's the power of God. And you, people were just falling. People were just falling down the beach. Wow. You, just, you know, on the beach, you know, the youth was just on the beach. So you go in and baptize, you come out, and then you, you're just lying on, on the sand. You Everyone can't was, walk because you're just yeah, slain. You just slain. That's the power of God that, that happened to us at that time. And there was prophecies was given to us too by the uh, the pastor at the time. And uh, we still got those prophecies. And uh, I'm so grateful to what God for that. What a beautiful sight. What a yeah. beautiful sight. The heaven was open. The heavens were open. Yeah. And it came not only when you, you baptized <coughs> in the water, but when you came up, you were baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yeah. And given the gift of tongues and Yeah, that was great. To me it's just like a a a humbleness before God. Wow. So what happened next after that? You're all just yeah. so joyful and free, yeah. like you said. Well, how did the families react? Are they amazed at what's happening or is there some resistance? Well, you know, for, for, for me and my sibling at the time, my, my, our parents were supportive wow. because my father and my mother were supportive of Pastor Clark back then. Yeah, like I said to you, there were division in the church because my father was one of the deacons. So the leaders were divided. So our, my father and some of the deacons were on Pastor Clark's side mm -hmm. supporting but the other half, no. Mm. They're still holding on to the system. So for myself, I was so fortunate that my father and my mother were supportive of us. Mm. However, for the other youth, their parents been supportive, so our prayer was going out for them. So mm. that that's makes us more synergized as youth working together praying together, studying together, moving together, wherever we go. And the spirit was there all the time. So you keep gathering, even though there's all this resistance. And were there other times, like you said, that the, the Holy Spirit would just keep meet, you know, encountering you guys while you were meet, in meeting? Did that go over periods of weeks or months for you guys? It's actually months. 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 They were like, youth rallies all the time because our pastor knew he wanted to to let this thing go Capitalize yes on the move of yeah God. that's a good thing about our our pastor at the time he, he's really moved with god eh? yeah. even now yes yes so we we, we were and you become we, evangelists i reckon eh? yeah telling your friends yeah 
getting your daikir to come along? Yes, we were. So, I don't know how to explain it, but you know, it's just amazing, you know. Um, yeah, everyone was connected and eating together. So, Papa Romazole, our pastor, was at the time that all the youth was just at his house. He can't, he can't stop us. You just There's no limits. Yeah. You just want to get together. We want more, 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 more. more, more. Oh. Everyone was, you know, coming, and we want to go back home. We just fellowship and fellowship and fellowship until, you know, early hours of the morning. So that's how wow. the revival was happening back then, and the youth was in prayer all the time at night time, chain prayer. Wow. You know, there was always. Praying, praying all the time. There's no time that you know no one's praying. Wow. Yeah. And you don't feel the tiredness. All you feel is the joy. That's and and the strength to do more. And everyone's just so in love with Jesus. So, so in, in love, love with yeah. God. Yeah. Yes. And the word of God is just coming out of people's mouth, prophesying, and it's amazing. Unfortunately, listeners, we have to end our chat with Taniyo now. But return again next week and you'll hear more of his amazing Holy Spirit-filled testimony and encounters with the Lord. If you would like to discuss this testimony more, email pctura at gmail.com or lowercase. And to hear other life-changing testimonies, subscribe to the Evangelia Show podcast and on Spotify. Kia meita ki tō ora e kia manuia. Yei koko!